Welcome to the Terminal Exchange, the official podcast of Newsbomb Transportation, where we explore key issues and compelling stories in the trucking industry. I'm your host, Sage Anderson, and you're listening to episode 93, Just Do Something, Eric Lewis winning at weight loss. No pills, no subscription, no diet plan, just one man sick and tired of being sick and tired. Eric Lewis woke up one day walked a mile, and nine months later, 80 pounds lighter, the rest is history. Check it out on this featured exchange. Well, welcome, Eric. Thank you. Um, My first question is kind of a big one, but who is Eric Lewis? How would you describe yourself and who you are? Hmm. I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's way too early for that kind of question. <laughs> I mean, you could say I'm a. Maybe you want to identify yourself as a driver, or um, as a, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't describe okay. myself as a driver. I just okay. describe myself as just somebody who's trying to trying to make it through life like everybody else. Um, I have things that I love. I have a lot of things that I don't like. Sure. <laughs> um, but, you know, I'm a father. I have two kids. One's 20, one's 10. So most of my time goes to seeing them okay. as often as I can. Um, yeah. Okay. That's about it. Awesome. I mean, and where where are you from? Where did you grow up? And- um, well, I was born in Virginia. So I'm originally from Fairfax, Virginia. Both of my parents were Marines. Okay. So my mother was uh, military police, and my father was infantry. So he was gone a lot. Um, Did they meet in the mer- like as Marines? I believe so. Yeah, because my mother's from Washington State, and my okay. father's from Peoria, Illinois. So sure. I'm, I'm assuming that's where they met. But yeah, so I lived in Virginia. I lived in North Carolina, uh, and then. When my dad finally got out, we came back to Illinois. So I've been in Illinois for the majority of the time, except for when I was uh, stationed in Georgia. So. Okay. So did you also join the Marines? Yeah, or? but I disappointed them. I was in the Army. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I was a big disappointment. But yeah, so I, I was in Fort Stewart, Georgia for a while. And then, uh, then yeah, then I came back to Illinois and uh, started working. And, sure. Uh, had, a, had my first kid when we came back. Okay. And, uh, yeah. Okay. So I'm kind of from all over. Yeah. yeah what, bit. um, did you have like a specific role in the army? Uh, I was infantry. Infantry. Okay. Yeah. I was, okay. uh, I was around mechanized. I was around the Bradleys. Okay. So a lot of time spent at the motor pool, <laughs> changing okay. out tracks and stuff like that. And, uh, and even though we were attached to them, like uh, when we would do training and stuff, we didn't really ride in them like every once in a while, but most of the time we were just, we we're just humping it. We we're just walking. So, okay. But, yeah. And were you deployed anywhere? You- no, I, I I was in during 9-11, uh, oh. but I was getting out uh, six months before we started the invasion of Iraq. So okay. I didn't I didn't deploy. I thought about going back in, but then my son was on the way. So I was like, nah, but sure. um, as much as I would love to, I uh, yeah. I wanted to see my kids. So is it do you have two boys or one I have or- two boys? Yeah. Okay. Two boys. And what are what are their names, if you don't mind? Uh, my oldest is Dryden Nathaniel, and my youngest is uh, Rowan Alexander. Wow. Yeah. Those are some cool names. Yeah. Well, I named my oldest son. Okay. So I picked out his. You said name. Ryder. 
Uh, my oldest is Dryden. Dryden. Yeah, Dryden. Okay. Nathaniel. And then my youngest son, me and his mom collaborated. She came up with most of the names. Most of them, I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> she wanted to name him Seamus at one point. I was oh. like, that's not going to happen. <laughs> no, no way. Uh, so we, we decided, we finally, I was like, okay, Rowan, I like. Yeah. Yeah. So and actually, their names kind of like, kind of match, like, uh, first name and then long middle name. So they're kind of. Yeah. Do they have like a meaning behind, like, I've looking up um, names and names mean all sorts of different stuff. I think we try to find a meaning for Dryden. Um, I don't even know where I came up with the name, uh, to be honest with you, but I think it came from like Brayden. Me and some friends were hanging around. This girl was like, hey, how about Brayden? I was like, no, that's, I don't like that. Um, and then I think I was driving back and I was like, just going over and I was like, Dryden. Come to find out that some, there's people actually named Dryden. It's just not spelled how we spell it, but yeah. um, I kind of came up with it just out of nowhere and I, I liked it and then his mom liked it. So, yeah. So, but um, I, I, it does have like a Scottish or Irish background or something like that. Sure. The real name Dryden. Yeah. Yeah. And then Rowan is, I think, Irish or Celt or something like that. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Even though he's not Irish. <laughs> my oldest one has some Irish in him on his mom's side, but sure. my youngest is like, his mom's Mexican Indian, so he's like half me and then half like Mexican Indian or whatever. Okay. So yeah, we went to an Irish restaurant recently, and um, Joe, my husband, loves cheese curds, and so the mm. menu said Irish cheese curds, and I was like, "What makes them Irish?" So I asked the waitress, and she's like, "Well, you're in an Irish restaurant, so they're Irish cheese curds." Oh wow! <laughs> but, <laughs> I don't think that's how so, it works. Yeah. I was like okay. About what scotch eggs or scottish eggs mm -hmm. scotch eggs i think they're called yeah they're fantastic and i think those are like legit scotch or, or yeah. scottish or irish or something like that but yeah they're pretty good awesome um so how long have you been here at new spawn uh i think this is eight years now over eight years something like okay. that i think i just celebrated eight years yeah like last november wow. Um, and what did you do before that besides the army? Um, well, I did a lot of things actually, but I, you know, I started working when I was like 14, 15, somewhere around there Yeah. doing all jobs. And then, um, what was like your first job you remember? Ooh. Like a paper boy? Is that like No, I, you know, I, I helped my friend with the paper route, but I never had my own paper route. Sure. Um, but I would stay at his house, and then in the morning we'd do, do his paper route, and I just hated getting up that early. Um, I can't remember the exact first one. I mowed a lot of grass mm -hmm. for companies in the area, but then I also worked at this tire place once. And I'm not sure which came first. Sure. But the tire place was like two days. It was like a weekend, and I was like hauling heavy tires, you know, mm -hmm. 14 or something. Um, but then I did, I did mow like a lot of lawns for, for companies. So okay. I'm not sure which one I did first. Okay. Um, but you know, I've worked at McDonald's. Um, I used to work for people with the developmental disabilities. Okay. Um, downtown Peoria and then out, even the place out in Morton, I worked there for a while. And so how did you end up here? Uh, so I was working, I was working at SC2, this, this place uh, in East Peoria and, uh, I was working at Walmart as a second job, and I decided I was going to go to college. I was going to college, uh, ICC, mm -hmm. over there, uh, just doing, like, basic. And I was like, you know, I might as well just go. And uh, I wanted to be a pilot. I wanted to fly planes. Mm -hmm. So I went down to Quincy University, down in Quincy, Illinois, and uh, quit my job. Tried to stay on at Walmart so I'd have a job down there, but that didn't work out. But, so, yeah, so I went down to college, did four years of college to fly planes. 
Um, didn't work out exactly. Uh, so I kind of was like in a panic because I was around the time that my second son was on the way. So were you actually in the air flying planes at one point? Oh, yeah, plane? yeah. I, have, I had a private pilot, IFR okay. rated, working on my commercial. Neat. Uh, and I was about to do my multi-engine as well. Um, but, yeah, it, it was around the time where uh, some things were put in for pilots that kind of limited them, like when you come out of school. So it kind of hindered me at the time. I wasn't – I didn't come from a wealthy family, you know, so I had yeah. no – Everything I was doing, I was doing on my own. Um, but anyway, so I was kind of like, ah, I need money. So I went to work for my buddy who used to climb towers for cell phones. And Ew. yeah, I absolutely hated that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so then I, I don't know, I Googled something about truck driving and I thought it was going to be a local thing. And I ended up working for um, and I did that for a year and a half. And then oddly enough, some news bomb guy pulled in behind me at the fuel island over at uh, 149. They're on mm -hmm. 74. And uh, he's like, hey, he's like, you like that job? And I was like, no, not even a little. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like, man, we're hiring. And that's how I got here. Do you, do you remember who it is to this day? Or? Tien. Oh. Talk to Tien. Okay. Yeah. But the driver. No, I don't there. remember the driver. He, he uh, wasn't around for very long after that. I think he was already on his way out. Sure. But I think he did a dedicated run or something like that. So I don't remember okay. him. Okay. But. That day, like he's like, hey, he called Tian up, and I talked to Tian like that yeah. day in the fuel lane. So, wow. yeah. yeah. And then, like, I think like a little over two weeks, I was I was here. So sure. I put my two weeks in. And, yeah, yeah. I, I worked in recruiting for a stint, and um, one driver, I forget who it was, but he came in and he handed me a like coffee stained post-it note, no card or something like that that he had in his truck for I don't know how long, and he gave it to me, and I ended up calling the number and. I told the person, I was like, you're just this kind of note on this, like, old coffee stained, like, and I forget who it was, but they got hired and they worked here and it was just really neat because it was just this, like, paper that had been sitting <laughs> and just, like, old and decrepit and it yeah, ended up working out, so. That's cool. But, um, so, why, like, why driving? Was it, in the beginning, just a way to earn, like, a good income? It was, it was only a way to make money quickly. Okay. Uh, you know, Quincy, there's not a whole lot to do there in Quincy, you know, unless you want to work for a factory or I think like Napa Hyatt is there or something like that. Sure. Or, you know, retail or something like that. And mm -hmm. I was absolutely sick of retail. I did Walmart. I did Kmart there um, as a part-time. Mm -hmm. And that <laughs> didn't go very well. Um, so I was just like, there's there was nothing there. And I was like, I got one kid that I, because he lived in Peoria, so it was already a pain in the butt to see him. You know, it takes a lot of money to drive up there, whatever. And then I had another kid on the way, and I was like, okay, this something's got to give. And so I heard that trucking was decent money, mm -hmm. and I was like, yeah, can't, how hard can that be? So I was sure. like, whatever, I'll, I'll sign up. And then ended up being gone for like 30 days at a time, not what I thought it was going to uh, be. Yeah. Okay. So as soon as soon as I could leave that company, I left that company. Sure. Basically. Yep. Um, and so. Have you enjoyed it here so far? <laughs> I mean, eight years. I have dreaded every day of the... No. <laughs> okay. um, no, it's it's way better than... I mean, I, I don't have a lot of experience to go on, you know, sure. so I can't really compare it to, like, a bunch of other companies, but you, you talk to a lot of people sometimes, mm -hmm. and it seems like every other company is just awful, just dreadful, especially the bigger they are. It seems like sure. the worse they are. So I... I've had no real reason to leave. Okay. I mean, yeah, unless, eight years speaks yeah, pretty loudly. Unless somebody's like, hey, you can come fly for me then that might be different. Sure. But, <laughs> but yeah, aside from that, which, you know, but yeah. yeah. 
the, the shop um, has joked about starting an air force or like a I forget what they call it but yeah like new spawn airplanes it won't happen but, no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah they're uh they're pricey and they're very strange to work on sure. they're very strange yeah i remember i came in out one time to a cessna it was, we had an old cessna from like the 70s i had like the ashtray things in the doors and stuff you know real old and i came out one time to fly and i was doing pre-trip and there's this fuel just leaking from the wing because all the fuel is in the wings <sighs> and there was just leaking i was like oh boy so i went over he's like yeah it just swelled in the heat he's like you're fine they drained some out and i was like he's like you still want to fly and i was like yeah of course i want to fly dude what are you talking about so yeah i took it up and it was no problem but it's just weird when you see stuff like that or like when you see the engine and there's like just three bars holding your engine to the fuselage uh. just three little little struts that's it. And you're like, um, hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Because you fly. I think I've I've gone up 9,000 feet in those things. Okay. And they can, they can top out at like 10.5. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah pretty, um, pretty interesting. I believe Bill Wettstein's one, one of his sons is getting his pilot license right now. And mm-hmm. so I think a way that he, because it's expensive, mm-hmm. he'll ask if a friend or two wants to go with him. And then they can kind of help cover the cost that day of yeah. like wherever they're flying. Um, yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Yeah, airplane fuel is uh, pricey. Yeah. Probably, I don't know what it is now, but it was it was pretty pricey back then. And that was, sure. you know, 2008 when I went to college. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I'd love to get into um, one of the neat reasons why you're here. And um, correct me if I'm wrong, but essentially... You've lost, is it 80 pounds in the past year or so? Um, 80, 80 to 100 okay. in the past nine months. Okay. Nine, 10 months. Um, so just curious, like, um, for anyone, like, with, with your weight gain, like, that was a, a lot of weight that you had to lose. Like, do you feel like maybe it was, like, a few years' time that you just packed on this weight or, like... Oh, yeah. How does the downward spiral no, abs- start? Absolutely. Well... So for me, I think it started, um, I don't I don't know if they call it like sympathy weight gain or whatever, but every time I've gained weight, every single time that I've gained weight, it's when I've had a child on the way. So when my first child was on the way, I gained weight. It wasn't as significant as, as it was this time, you know, it wasn't horrible, but it was it was bad enough. And uh, it took me a couple of years to, to finally lose it or whatever. You call and it then, sympathy? Um, I think they do well, when, you're, when your woman is pregnant. Uh, you gain weight with her. And I think they call it like sympathy weight or sympathy okay. weight gain or something like that. I don't know if that's exactly what I had, but every single time I've had a child, it's gained weight. And so when my youngest son was born, I gained weight. And then I almost immediately went into trucking. Sure. And for me, uh, structure mm-hmm. is, uh, I need structure and I need uh, a routine. Mm-hmm. And I can get into, you know, a really good rhythm and I can, you know, knock stuff out. Trucking, you don't have any of that. Mm -hmm. And I think it took me a long time to wrap my head around how to maneuver through that. But, you know, you're sedimentary, you don't do much and you just gain weight. Mm -hmm. And then I had COVID. I ended up in the hospital for like five days. I couldn't eat for... I, I almost ate almost nothing for over a week. So I, I did lose some weight then. But then when I got out, you know, I was like, okay. And then I, I think I put on weight a little bit more rapid because I was like, okay, I can finally eat again. And so I was just eating. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. it, you, it, is, it is a slow burn. It is a, a slow spiral. Yeah. And, you know, it, you can make it worse 
if you don't pay attention to it, I guess. But yeah, it, mm-hmm. it, it is a slow progression. Yeah. Unless you can stop it, which is difficult when you're, you know, in a trucking position, yeah. when you're driving. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I, I'm actually expecting it. And so I can understand what you're talking about. Like, I would like Joe to keep gaining weight <laughs> because it makes me feel more better. So I'm like, sure, you could stop at Culver's. You could get pizza. Like, that's R- fine. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's just for your first child, it's just kind of daunting to keep stepping on the scale and being like, I've never been at this number. Is it me or is it like, so yeah, that, that makes sense that yeah. the, the man would also be. And and for me, like I never really wanted to have kids because okay. I was terrified of them. Absolutely scared and terrified sure. of children. It was just, you're responsible for somebody else's life, you know? Yeah. And they're so, so small and fragile at that time. And I was like, no, I can't do it. But once it's there, it's there. Yeah. And I think I just had a lot of nerves and anxiety about it. Sure. You know, first time I held my son, like I didn't even move or breathe. I was just like, just holding this little guy. And I was like, okay, you gotta take him. Cause I didn't, I didn't want to drop him hurt, whatever, you know? Yeah. So there's a lot of stress and anxiety. And I, th- I think that might've, you know, also, played a part as well, you know? Sure. But yeah, it is daunting. It is scary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how do you get out of the downward spiral of weight gain then? Like um, I, I think ninety percent of it is mental. Okay. Maybe maybe even more than that is mental. Um, it gets to a, it gets to a breaking point. Like for me, I was sick and tired of feeling sick and tired, mm-hmm. and it has been building up, building up, building up, building up, and then, you know, finally you just you just do something, just get out and do something. And I remember I was up there at Shanahan in our drop yard up there. And I was in the gravel parking lot. I was attached to a loaded trailer. And it was at the end of my shift, you know, I was like seven o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. And I was just sitting there thinking, just like, I'm tired of the way I look, tired of the way I feel. Always fuck. I'm always hurting. I'm always in pain, you know? Um, so I was just like, just do something. So I got up and I walked a mile. And I walked a mile around the whole building. And fun fact, there's actually a really good trail behind that facility. Okay. So like, the main road that you come on before you turn left into that road, mm-hmm. when you go across that bridge, right there at that bridge, there's a trail. Okay. So there's a good walking trail right there. So if you're ever in Shanahan, there's a great trail. It goes on for miles. I've done okay. six miles. So oh. Yeah. So it's excellent. So I try to, so now it's like, I try to find these places where I can go like, yeah. but, but yeah, so I found that and that's just awesome. Like I'll do that trail now every time I can, mm-hmm. but, but yeah, it's, you know, you gotta, you gotta do something do something mm-hmm. get out and do something and that was my my attitude um you know i just kept repeating in my head do something do something and so i did okay so you got you did the first mile and then after that did you ever like write anything down like okay i'm no. gonna write down these goals or no. i'm gonna set this plan nope. up it was just no i i didn't set no goals no plan no scale no pills nothing it was get your butt up and do stuff get out and do something but tomorrow you have to do the same thing you walk a mile today tomorrow you have to walk a mile the day after that you have to walk a mile you know whatever you do you have to maintain it so and it's something i I used to work out a long time ago i used to be a gym rat uh so it's nothing new to me Mm -hmm. so it's not like i've never worked out and it's all you know kind of brand new um i had a kind of an idea um i don't like writing stuff down unless it's an actual workout routine that i'm trying to remember um, but like working out, setting out goals and stuff like that. I've never done that because to me, I don't feel that it's helpful or beneficial. Sure. Um, 
but in your mind, you can say, okay, you do 10 push-ups today, you have to do 10 push-ups tomorrow. You never go backwards, you always maintain or go forward. Mm. And so that's, that's what I stick with, that's what I do. So whatever I do, I try to maintain. Okay. But also you have to have rest. So I don't work out like seven days a week. I'll do six days a week. Okay. You know? So on that seventh day, you're not even walking a mile or anything like that. You're just, I mean, I guess that's not really working out. It's just. Yeah. Well, I used to, um, cause a mile isn't really a whole lot. When you're first starting out, it's a lot, but then, you know, you, you do a mile, you do two miles, you do three miles, you do four miles. And then you're working out all the time. Your body needs that rest. Your body has to get some kind of rest. So mm-hmm. it's always good to have like a rest day. Yeah. Um, but at first I was like, I'll just walk a mile. You know, sure. It, seven days a week. It's okay. Get out. And even now, like I'll, I'll get out of the truck because I'm, I'm gone every two weeks. Mm-hmm. So I always have a reset out in the world somewhere. <laughs> um, so I'll, I'll still get out and just kind of walk around, you know, nothing like I'm not trying to hit miles, you sure. know, I'll just kind of just get out and do something clear your head. Yeah. But, but mostly I, I do like Saturdays is usually my rest day. And then Sundays I'll get out and hit like 10 miles. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And that's running or, or biking or no, just 10 miles straight up hiking, hiking. Okay. Yeah, 10 miles straight up hiking. I do run now. Um, I wasn't at the beginning or the very beginning. I wasn't. And then I try to incorporate running. Uh, <laughs> I was in Iowa off 380, and I found a Casey's. And I, I was like, I'm gonna walk through town. I'm gonna take this back road. And I went to this back road, and all of a sudden there's like a freaking bike trail back there, a bike and a walking trail, just out of nowhere. Yeah. And I was like, that's sweet. So I hit this trail, and like there's telephone poles. So I'd like walk two two pole lengths, then mm-hmm. I'd run two pole lengths, then I'd walk two pole, and I did that for like two miles. Okay. And like just to try to build up some running, because I used to run every day, six days a week like five miles a day back in the day yeah. when I was in college, before college and all that stuff. Um, but it's a little different now. Uh, but yeah, so like sometimes if I don't have time, I'll just walk half a mile, run two miles and then finish with a half mile walk. And that'll be my thing for the day. Yeah. Or if I can do six miles, I'll do that. Like last night I was able to do six miles. Yeah. What if it's raining or storming? I've walked out in rain. I've walked out in storms. I was just down in Texas and I did 10 miles out there and it got soaking wet. So. Okay. If you want it, you want it, you know, um, sure. a little rain is not going to, it's not going to hurt you. You're not going to melt. So, yeah. you know, it's okay. Um, the only thing I would say is, you know, prepare for the weather. Like if it's really sunny out, you know, sunscreen, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I was in Iowa doing 10, 10 miles one day and like temperature got up to 86 degrees, all sun, no clouds. And I was like, oh, this, this, this is going to hurt. Yeah. But yeah, but I, you know, I had sunglasses and a hat on, so I was okay. not ill prepared, but sure. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any sort of like support group or other people that are doing the same thing with you? No. Okay. Uh, no, it's for me, you have to kind of do it for yourself. Sure. I mean, a support group would probably help, but I'm just not that kind of person. Sure. I just kind of like, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to do it. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of do it no yeah. matter, you know, what everybody else says or whatever. But, um, you know, family and friends are always supportive, you know, so mm-hmm. it's not a big deal. But I don't have like little groups I go in and chat with. Stuff yeah. like that. <laughs> no, I just kind of do my own thing and um, just try to stay mentally focused, I guess. Sure. Because there's going to be hard days and, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, is there anything that you like, it's kind of an odd question, but like miss about that time, like when you just 
weren't exercising or eating whatever you wanted? Like, is there, do you have Oh, I mean, yeah, I love food. (laughs) I absolutely love food. Um, you know, a nice thick cheeseburger. Like I haven't had a cheeseburger in I don't know how long. It's been a long time. Okay. Um, so is that something like you're just being strict on now? Like just no. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, when I, when I first started, um, you know, you, you walk and then you're like, okay, well you got to do something else besides walk. If you walk and eat, you, you know, drink five sodas a day in a burgers, it's not, it's not really doing a whole lot for you. So you got to do other things besides like, that's a good first step. Get out and move, get out and walk. That's a good first step, but also, you know, limit your diet. So I cut like all as much sugar as I possibly can mm-hmm. out. So like no so soda. What are you drinking in there? This is a uh, crystal light lemonade. Okay. Yeah. It's like five calories or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, I cut as much as I can. Like I don't eat, I don't really eat bread. Um, now my youngest son loves pizza, okay. so we'll still go out and we'll have pizza. I might have like a couple slices. Sure. But you know, you can't, if you be too strict, I don't think it's good for you in the long run. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, having those little things here and there kind of, uh, is good for your brain. I think it's good for your soul. You know, yeah. <laughs> nice pepperoni pizza, like, you know, yep. um, but yeah, aside from that, like when I'm at work, like I, I don't have none of that. So okay. okay, all this stuff as much as possible. So. Are you meal prepping like at on the weekends or how are what um, you No, <laughs> no. Um, I wish I wish I could do meal prep. I just I don't have the, I don't I don't have the time. It's sure. like it's hard to find the time. Um, I, don't, I don't even know what I do really. I mean I eat a lot of avocados, um, so I'll just have like chicken and uh, guacamole. I'll make my own guacamole. Mm-hmm. Just have chicken. Just dip my chicken in the guacamole or something like that. Um, you know, pork, uh, some beef, but it's mostly like beef with a bunch of onions and peppers. Okay. So it's not a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I don't really eat cheese. Um, I do, you know, eat some fruits and stuff like that now, some yogurts sometimes, but I'm, it's not super, super strict, but I am strict. Like no snacks, no potato chips, no soda, no orange juice even. Like mm-hmm. just cut like a bunch of stuff out. Okay. Yeah. Do you have like how do you fix your sweet tooth? Is it like you, fruit or like is there something? Um, yeah, I don't I don't know. Um no. I guess I just try to not think about it really. <laughs> Um, I mean, I'll, I'll grab like some almonds and stuff sure. and eat some almonds. Um, but yeah, I just really just kind of just try to keep it out of your head, mm-hmm. you know, because um, it, it can be so easy to just go grab, you know, Snickers or whatever, you know, you, you got to stop at a Love's Good Gas anyway. Mm-hmm. I usually go in there and uh, grab like a a lime like a sparkling water with lime or something but yeah. you know it's so easy everything's like right there and i think that was a pitfall from before it's like uh, you can eat whatever you want you know mm-hmm. you're not doing anything so who cares um but if you walk around with, like if you grab like two 20 pound dumbbells and walk around with it and how exhausting you are just walking around with two 20 pound dumbbells imagine that extra weight on your body and that's what your body is carrying around that extra weight 20 30 40 50 pounds overweight just grab that barbell and walk around with it and that's what your body is enduring so your knees your heart like your whole body so when you look at that snacks and you're like that's just going to equal pounds later and you're just going to equal pain later because pounds equals pain Mm. so i always try to like get that in my head like just it's not good for you it's not good for you yeah yeah 
So I, I, it kind of works. Yeah. yeah. For me, anyway. No, that, that is smart. I mean, if you lost 80 pounds, that was 40 pounds of dumbbells on each side. Yeah. So that's that's crazy. Yeah. Um, what is, like, the biggest health benefits you've seen from from this time? Uh, Biggest health benefit? Well, so I guess the biggest one... Um, I was di- I was diagnosed with sleep apnea okay. uh, pre-COVID years, so 2018, 2019, somewhere around there. And it was a really huge deal for me because I OCD about things. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, any kind of mole I have on my skin, like, I have to get rid of it. Like, skin tags, they have to be gone. Like, I can't have them. So that, that was a real, real big, big hit for me, like, psychologically. Um, and that might have caused me to go add a couple more pounds. Yeah. Um, but it was really, it was a really big deal for me, and uh, it was really hard for me to use it. I am a light sleeper already, and I toss and turn, and then having this thing on your face. Um, so it was the most beneficial would be beating sleep apnea. Okay, so, you can actually beat it. Like if you. Well, I don't know if they'll tell you you can, but because uh, I remember when I first diagnosed, I was like, well, if I lose the weight, will it go away? They're like, we don't know. And then they were like, well, you were a light sleeper since you were a kid. You might have had this since you were a kid. And I was like, well, that's not possible because if you say it's as bad as you say it is, how could I still be alive if I had it when I was a kid? Um, so I, I, I don't know. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I I went to my last DOT physical a couple months ago and uh, I brought him the scorecard and there was a very steady decline for me using it. And he's like, what's the deal? And I was like, I can't use it no more. I was like, I can't even fall asleep with it on my face anymore. Um, and a couple of months ago, I'd wake up and have to take it off because I couldn't breathe with it on. He's like, well, maybe you don't have it no more. And I was like, is that possible? And he's like, sure. <laughs> and I was like, okay. He's like, um, I'll give you a 30 day and why don't you get a sleep test done? And so I worked with Cole. Well, Cole called me and he was like, hey, okay. you know, I heard what was going on. Let's get a sleep test. Went and took the sleep test and, uh, yeah. The, the nurse came in. She's like, I don't know if I should tell you this, but uh, yeah, it, is, it looks like your 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 numbers are all normal. It's like, I, I don't see this very often, but you you be asleep apnea, and then I almost didn't go back to sleep after that. I was so stoked, but <laughs> yeah. so you have to like sleep and be observed, like in a like they kind of wire you up or something. Yeah, or? they they put an absurd amount of wires on you. How do you sleep. even? It's comfortable. You're not. You're really not. And um, like I said, I, I toss and turn a lot when I sleep. And so you have these wires on and you're trying to get comfortable and you're like just slowly trying to move so you don't like rip anything because I'll have to come in and reattach everything. Uh, yeah. And they put these like little sticky. So I'll put this goo on you and then they stick the thing on there and they attach the wires and it goes to a box. Then they have like things that record you when you're sleeping. Yeah. It's very strange. It's a very yeah. strange experience. But yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that was that was probably the biggest, uh, the biggest benefit yeah. would be beating that completely. Because not having that, now I have to worry about recording because it records you and you got to take it in every year. Um, so I got a two-year physical now, wow. back to two years instead of the one year because of sleep apnea. Um, and then you just feel better. You have more energy. You don't feel tired and drained all the time mm-hmm. unless you're really working out. Then you'll feel it later. But yeah, but yeah, but you know the, the main benefit you just feel better. You look better. You know. Yeah. Yeah. What about like your attitude too? I feel like, I don't know, maybe that's just more confident of a person or just more grateful or I, um, yeah, you, you could be, um, I don't know. I was, I was always a skinny person 
until until trucking really <laughs> until I did trucking and then I just put it off and you kind of revert back to how you used to be like you feel yourself again and I was always kind of confident some people say I was arrogant back in the day maybe who knows uh, <laughs> but you know you you kind of revert back to that you start feeling like yourself again like I didn't feel like I was even a person at that uh, weight you know you don't you don't feel like you're a human being okay you know well, at least for me I didn't I just felt like a, a, an amorphous blob that's just kind of uh. strutting through life, <laughs> you know? Uh, so, uh. but yeah, so you start feeling better. You start feeling like yourself again and you start, you, you do have a, a confidence that's might've been lacking that might've been dormant for a long time. Yeah. Um, and it, it's good. It's good to feel that way again. You know, it's good to kind of like break that shell, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, I feel very encouraged because I've been walking in the morning so the past few days. And very good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it clears your head. You it know? does. It does. And you can think about stuff. Yeah. You know, and you can kind of relax. Like, especially, like, here behind the shop, you know, the water and all that is, like, very, yeah. very relaxing. But you get honked at, too, so every once in a while because I think people are like, I want to work for you. Oh, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nobody ever honked at me. <laughs> yep. Um, wow. So do you have any goals that you're still, I mean, I know you, you're not writing them down, but um, mental. So in the back, I mean, the, the only real goal is I want to get back to the weight that I usually, usually am, which is like 160. Wow. Um, I'm like 180 something right now. Okay. So I'd like to, I'd like to get back down to that, you know? Yeah. Um, lose the extra. I was, like I said, I was really, really tiny, but um, 165 of them really working out, you know, putting on, putting on muscle, but um my, my main goal is not to, to bulk up like I was back then. Uh, it's basically just to slim down, get it lean, and maintain that. Yeah. Try not to slip back into to things before. So mm -hmm. that's that's my main goal. But aside from like by January, I want to have that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't do stuff like that. You're not trying to run a half marathon or. Um. I. No, man. I never want to. I hate running. Honestly, I've never liked running. I've never been good at running. I just made myself run, and especially in the, in the infantry, you have to run. So, um, <laughs> it's it's not it's not the most fun for me, but, um, I do it. So running a marathon is never. <laughs> yeah. No, but um, you know, I like to I like to go hiking in the woods and stuff, and I've always enjoyed that. And uh, I think for the long time I set a bad example for my youngest son. Um, so now being able to get out in, into the woods with him and take him hiking and stuff has been really enjoyable. Okay. We was doing that before winter really kicked in. Yeah. And now that's getting warm again. We can go back out and Neat. do stuff like that. And he loves swimming, and I love swimming. So we'd like to do some scuba diving stuff maybe. Oh, There's wow. a couple of lakes in Illinois that are. Um, kind of like man-made lakes like i think southern illinois has one sure. it's like it used to be a pit or something they filled it with water and so now you can uh scuba dive down there wow. so i'd like to i'd like to do stuff like that yeah i've always wanted to uh, scuba dive wow so. um, do you have a favorite spot that you go hiking like around here or? um no so down in quincy there's a place called solemn springs it's got some good trails okay and uh i got a dsl DSLR camera, so mm -hmm. my my young son like it keeps him entertained. Like we can walk, and then he can take pictures of stuff. So we'll do that. I'll take my camera mm -hmm. out. We'll just just kind of hike. It's not 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 trying to do anything hardcore. You sure. know, just get out and enjoying, enjoying. Yeah. You know, just being out there and walking and stuff. Wow, <clears throat> neat. So, um, what would you tell someone that's trying to do the same thing as you? They they've got eighty hundred pounds to lose and. Yeah, driver. Um, yeah. Um, first thing I would say is 
get out and do something. Um, whatever it is, get out and do something. Even if you're just walking like a quarter of a mile, you know, whatever it is, do something. Um, generally, like, um, I stand up a lot. As much as I can stand up, I'll stand up. So when I'm in a in a dock getting loaded or unloaded, I'll get out the truck and I'll stand up. And I'll stand up the whole time. Or I'll walk around. At red lights, are you standing? <laughs> oh, man, if I could. <laughs> One second, guys. I got to sit back down and buckle up. But... Um, usually I'll stand and eat. I'll, I'll eat when I, I'll stand up and I'll, okay. I'll eat and stand. And uh, I, I just try to do things that's not sitting on my butt. Yeah. But if I can do it, anybody can do it. I didn't do anything spectacular or special. You know, it's sure. basic stuff that anybody can do. The hardest thing is just trying to find the time. You know, without a schedule, without a routine, it's very, very hard. Um, so, you know, you find little things like, I do push-ups every day. Mm-hmm. It's just aside from all the working out and everything else, I'll do push-ups every day. So if I stop at a, to fill up gas, I'll do push-ups right there while I'm fueling up. Um, on my 30 minutes for for break, I'll just work out instead of doing whatever else. Yeah. Um, just finding things in that day to be able to do it. And then you have two hours at the end of the day. You can do walk or run or whatever you want to do, you know? Sure. Yeah. You just, just find the stuff. Just find something in your day to do yeah and then make it a habit i liked how you talked like the trails like finding a trail that you didn't know was there like Mm -hmm. just got you so excited so it just makes me think like when you get started on this you'll find these little things that you're like oh sweet like i i found this hidden spot or like you just have things to like look forward to or you get more excited about or yeah and uh yeah it'd be cool because i think i think i told cole about the the one at shanahan because i don't know if anybody knows it and i was like yeah. you know put it in the notes or something like hey there's a great trail here yeah and then i was like man maybe we should just like a start a, like a trail thing and, like drive whenever you find these trails and these because like the one at, uh that casey's in iowa it's off at 380 mm-hmm. and like just out of nowhere like i walked through town and then i was like i'll just take this back road and it was like half a mile down this back road or probably not even that and then there's all of a sudden there's this trail right there and i was like and it's a great trail it's perfect. And I was yeah. like, that's fantastic. And most of the time, you know, I just back roads. I've walked a lot of back roads. Mm-hmm. Some are kind of sketchy, you know, <laughs> uh, kind of far out there. But, sure. you know, you find wherever you can um, and you just do it. Just, mm-hmm. just go, you know. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I've, I've parked on off ramp and on ramps before. And like, it's not ideal and I, I hate doing them. But, you know, loves is close. So I'll just hit that off ramp. I'll just work out on the side of the road, you know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I'd be brave enough to do something like that. But. Yeah, you, you know, walk behind the truck or on the, one of the sides of the truck or in front of the truck. You know, you just I, – I think and for me, like, a big part, um, aside from working out in the gym, cause I used to work out in the gym where people don't care. You know, you're, you're just the same as everybody else you're working out. But you know, when you're starting out and you're overweight and you're outside, you know, you're at a rest stop and you're working out. And, you know, you might feel like people are looking at you. Yeah. You know, it's an oddity. But for me, it, it took – took a little bit to be like you just gotta ignore them just push past that they're looking at you but what are they gonna do come up and say something no yeah so just get it out of your head you know you're you're doing something for you it doesn't matter yeah people are looking at you or not just just do it i would just be excited to see that i would just be like sweet like i'm so happy that this person's yeah yeah i mean i was running in indiana at one of the the rest stops there and a guy was like, yeah, dude, you know, <laughs> good job. And then uh, I was doing a workout and uh, 
in Indiana and a guy walked over and was like, you know, asking like, hey, how do I build up my calves? He's like, I stopped, I've stopped eating garbage. I'm grilling all my food. And he's like, I've lost weight. And I was like, what? Really? Yeah. Like it doesn't happen often, but every sure. once in a while, someone will come up and, you know, hey, I'm yeah. doing this, this and this. I see you're doing this. And how do you do this? It's It's cool. It's, yeah. it's, it's pretty cool. I did cross country in high school because it's no cut sport. And um, I just wanted to do it for some exercise. And, mm. you know, there's four groups. I'm in a high school of like 4,000 girls. So it was a big, big team. Right. Um, and I get so excited because, yeah, I was never competing to like be number one or anything. I was always competing against myself at each race. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just so funny because like in the culture of cross country, at least in women's in high school, like if someone would pass each other, they, they would like whisper with like the faintest breath, like, good job, <laughs> keep going. Like, like it, cause it, to all of us, it was more so about like, let's just get our, it, like our individual best time. And like, unless you're probably like the top 10, then, you know, you're really racing, but the right. rest of us are just like, I can do this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I remember there was one time there was just like a big mud pit and, um, my friend fell in and it was just like, do I save her or do I, but she got up and kept going and, (laughs) but yeah, I just liked, I liked that because it's like, we're all running a race and, you know, but all being like supportive, super supportive. Yeah. 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 That's really cool. Yeah. But I think dudes would be like way different. (laughs) Get out of my way. Yeah. What are you doing? (laughs) Too slow. Yeah. Yeah. We have our own kind of motivation. Yes. Yeah. Well, awesome. Um, well, yeah. Would you like to add any anything else before before we leave? Um, I mean, it's it's pretty it's pretty it's really more simple than I think a lot of people make it out to be. Sure. You know, just do the best you can. Try to eat right. Avoid all the sugary garbage, and yeah. just just get out and move. Just do stuff. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and, and sometimes it, it just can just be simple. Like sometimes people have to think of like I got to enroll in this program and do this thing and do that. But yeah, if you just kind well, of I think that's the diet fads, and I, I think that really lends to that. You know, it's like, oh, I gotta follow this diet track. Oh, there's this. Like, there's a new one now where like people are eating like a whole stick of butter a day. Mm-hmm. It's like a high fat, high protein diet. And I don't know if it's a fat or not. I haven't looked into it, but I'm not eating a whole stick of butter a day. I don't care how good it is for you. But I think people do get into those mind traps. Yeah. And like, you know, for me, I didn't follow any kind of diet. I just, again, just get out and move and. You know, there's things that you do know, like eating yeah. candy bars all day, you know, is not going to be good for you. Yeah. So, yeah, but avoid all the mind traps, I would say. Yeah. Just do what works for you. Just, you know, find what works for you. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it's just make it simple. Just keep it simple. Yeah. yeah. The whole kiss method. Kiss <laughs> method. Yeah. Absolutely. Awesome. Okay. Well, thank you. Appreciate your time. <laughs> Absolutely. Hi, this is Lisa from Recruiting at New Spawn, and I'd love to answer any questions you have about driving with us. Give us a call at 309-268-1199 or visit newspomjobs.com. Talk to you soon. You've been listening to Terminal Exchange, the official podcast of Newsbomb Transportation. If you're enjoying our content, please leave us a review. Your reviews help us spread the word about these important topics and invite more people into conversation. You can rate and review us on your podcast app or visit us online at TerminalExchange.org. New episodes arrive every other Tuesday, so be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. 
You can also follow NewsBomb on your favorite social media platforms and be the first to know when new episodes are released. Thanks for listening. Until next time, own every moment and stay purpose-driven.